Hello and welcome everybody to News Just Happened. My name is Tim Randall and I'm your host. So, uh, you know, my mission here is just I'm, guy, I'm a guy who kind of knows a little bit about a lot of stuff. And I'm here to share the views and take on some of the tough and not so tough issues and stories. So, you know, I'm just here to have a good time, kind of talk about some things, get some things off my chest. So if uh, you are new to the podcast, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back. Uh, I appreciate the listens. And I hope you guys get a, a, a kick out of what I'm doing and, uh, and like some of the topics I'm talking about. And uh, always feel free to give me some feedback on the News Just Happened Facebook page, as well as through whatever, uh, you know, you're, how you're listening to um, the podcast itself, whether it's uh, Spotify or Anchor or whatever. If there's a, the availability to give feedback, I'm all about it. Or if you just want to throw some kudos my way, I'm cool with that too. Pad my ego, please. <laughs> All right, so today is, uh, it is June 4th already. Holy cow, right? We're June 4th, we're, we're working our way into the summer. So the weather's starting to break again. We're getting, it's gonna be warm over the next few days. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, not the hot humidity warm that's supposed to be coming, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's gonna be warm. So we have some, some things to uh, prepare ourselves for, and then we kind of get back into that normal early summer, late spring kind of weather where it's in the 70s, maybe 80s without humidity. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. So pretty excited about uh, the summer coming up. Uh, lots of cool things happening uh, over the summer. So, uh, you know, we can finally get out there and probably do some things where we didn't really last year. Uh, so I assume that the vacation uh, season is going to be a little nuts. Uh, so for those who are traveling this summer, uh, if I don't say it later, I'm going to say it now. Be careful and uh, have a good time. But uh, be smart. So, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. So today's topics we're going to talk about infrastructure. We broke, right? Things are not uh, perfect in the United States. Roadways, bridges, uh, the basic electrical, uh, you know, um, power sources that we're using need updated and and possibly even completely redone uh, to. Be a little more earth friendly as we move into these ages now where we're a little more conscious about our planet so uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and then um uh vaccinated and yes i meant to say it as a question because that's what it is right i'm questioning it who is who isn't why maybe you should uh that's kind of something we'll talk about probably a little bit of a touchy subject but uh you know like i said i, I try to look at both sides so we'll, we'll see and then of course sports because i love sports Probably a little more focused today on the nba and uh some big things that are happening there a little bit about the nhl just because uh, you know their playoffs are still going on not a ton about mlb probably nothing about the nfl at this point because we're kind of in that dead period where there's not a ton going on just a lot of talking about who might do this or who's upset with who and what the uh training camps are going to look like so um without further ado let's jump into it All right, everybody. So like I was saying, our first big thing we're going to talk about is infrastructure. Uh, we broke. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's just, uh, you know, a lot of talk about it because there's been some recent bills that have been proposed by um, our administration and then um, counter uh, proposed by the uh, the GOP. So, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk about really what infrastructure is in case you're not 100% on what it means. I think you might probably have a basic idea, but, uh, you know, for a basic definition of what it is, infrastructure is kind of a set of fundamental facilities and systems that support a sustainable functionality of households and firms. So serving a country, maybe a city, other area, including the services and facilities necessary for its economy to function. Infrastructure is composed of public and private uh, physical structures such as roads, railways, bridges, tunnels, water supply, sewer, electrical grids, and telecommunications. In general, infrastructure has been defined as the physical components of interrelated systems providing commodities and services essential to enable, sustain, and enhance societal living conditions and maintain the surrounding environment. Whew. That was a lot. I felt like that was a big, big explanation there. So, <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of dig into that a little bit, a little bit more in the, uh, the layman's terms of it all. Um, 
But I mean, just think about this. You know, I would bet that you in the last week or so have complained about a pothole that you hit, got a little nervous driving over an old bridge or had an electric had your electricity flickering during like a windstorm or, you know, maybe just normal, right? <laughs> maybe some that could be due to some bad lines outside. Um, it could also be in your home, but you know, if, if it's in your home, then you got a bigger problem. You can, that, that's not infrastructure; it's not covered. Uh, but uh, you know, you might want to uh, you might want to look into that if you're having those problems. But things like that, um, and that's really one of many examples of infrastructure and how it kind of messes with your day. You know, especially now because again, we're we're kind of getting to that point where a lot of the things that we've built in the past are old and uh, they need to be fixed or replaced. Um, just like anything in your house, right? Your refrigerator gets old, you know, you have to budget for that infrastructure in your home. <laughs> Get that refrigerator replaced because you need to keep that stuff cold. You need ice, you need, you know, there's essential things that go with the refrigerator. So, you know, we wonder sometimes about where our taxes go and figure that maybe they should be going to fix that pothole or power lines. And in reality, those taxes are allocated all over the place. You know, I know this is not mind-blowing and uh, one of those, yeah, we kind of know that moments uh, that you're probably sitting there thinking about. Like, why are you telling me this, Tim? I, I know. But uh, here comes another one. So uh, prepare yourselves for more duh, duh moments. You know? Um, you know, we elect officials to basically assist and appoint others to spread those tax dollars, right? So local, state, federal, there's someone that is basically in charge of coming up where to put that money. And if it is for infrastructure, they have to find out where to start. So perfect world situation is you make a phone call and they fix it immediately. Right? Hey, you know what, uh, this pothole's out here, is, uh, it's bothering me every time I hit it, it's messing with me, I gotta get my shots done, my, my tires replaced, my alignments, whatever. Um, that's the perfect world. Like they're gonna come, they're gonna take care of it and you never have to have that problem again or, you know, at least that, um, you know, power lines are, are not functioning as well. You might call somebody and, and they would come out and be like, yeah, we're going to come take, take care of that right away. You know, we're going to, we're going to make sure that you don't lose power during storms and, and things like that. So perfect world. That's how it works, right? You might be able to do that for maybe one of your local streets. Uh, my wife has actually reported some potholes around our house and they have fixed them over a few days. Uh, you know, I don't know the time frames exactly that they got out there, but they were, they got out there and they took care of them because I remember she would say, oh, they, they filled it. And she was very proud of herself. So it <laughs> uh, might be a little easier on a local level for those smaller things. Um, but we know that most of the time they are not addressed as quickly as they should be. So get to the state and federal levels and you may have to increase that time frame a little bit as to when it's going to be addressed. Think about this, man. This stuff costs money. Uh, and as Americans, we are pretty good at spending it, I can tell you that. I mean, you know, think about all the money that we put towards our military, which is important. They keep us safe. Um, all the money that we put towards, you know, all the little things that we do, uh, we, you know, even boil down to the basic American, we spend money. You know, we get it, we put it back out there in the world because that's what we do. We want things, we have to pay for our utilities, we, you know, need clothing. And, you know, that's kind of what it breaks down to is that we we go out there, we get that money, we spend it. Um, and, and that doesn't change the higher up you go. It's a bigger, you know, the bigger you are, the, the more money you get, right? Like California, New York, these guys get tons of money because there's lots of people, population's high. So where do they put it, right? Well, you know, <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, we know that uh, we are in the constant mine is better than your scenario here. Uh, you know, we, we want to have the best of this. Um, I think maybe we focus sometimes on, you know, the space race or, you know, um, just in general things that might make us better than one of our competitor countries like the Soviet Union, or I'm sorry, whoa, that, was, that dates me, uh, Russia. <laughs> uh, they are no longer the Soviet Union. They haven't been for a very long time. My apologies. Uh, but, you know, um, China, you know, how can we get better than them? How can we be a step ahead in getting here or doing this or doing that? And uh, that's where our money goes as opposed to maybe taking care of our people. And uh, maybe that's something that needs to be kind of re-looked at, right? So 
we just want to make sure that we're always better than the big players in that global community that we live in. And infrastructure really doesn't seem to be one of those high importance competitive issues, right? Not saying it's not important, but I don't think that we would be in this mess if we were focusing on it more than what we do now, you know? So even though I just mentioned that I don't feel it was super important, over the last few weeks, uh, a new infrastructure bill was introduced. Um, actually, it's been probably close to a month since they really started talking about it, but it started to gain a little ground over the last few weeks. And at first, Biden had thrown out a $2 trillion, $2 trillion uh, bill. Um, so it was actually around $1.7 trillion, but we round up apparently. So, um, And the largest chunk of that bill was going to go towards the transportation. So maybe modernizing roads, highways and bridges, public transit, airports, um, electric vehicles, etc. Uh, things like that. Think about you know, if you live in a city, you, you might take buses or you might take a, what in Pittsburgh, they call it the T or the subway in New York, you know, um, the, the metro in, in, uh, in the D.C. area. So, you know, those things might need some work. And, you know, the states and the, the counties and things like that, they might end up getting money from this bill in order to improve in some way or another. Uh, so the next part um, that they had in there was water. And this makes sense to me, right? Water's important, safe drinking water. Um, it's, it's the same as transportation to me. I mean, all these things that are in this bill are all equally important, have their, have their meaning. Transportation is a big one, right? People need to get around. Uh, the more mass transportation that we have, like buses and trains and things that can get us from one place to another, uh, you know, if we're all getting on that bus and doing those things, we might, you know, not all those people are driving and putting out, the, you know, the emissions out into the world <laughs> that need, maybe don't need to be there right now. So, they're, you know, they both had equal reasoning. Water, though, as we know, is extremely important to human life, <laughs> uh, to life in general, right? Uh, the, the planet is, what, 70% or something close to that. Uh, you know, the, the human body is a large percentage of water. Um, you know, I retain water just like anybody else, uh, probably more than some because I'm a big dude, but, you know, um, I sweat enough to try to get out so that, you know, I'm fighting it somehow. So. <laughs> uh, but it is important. Uh, clean water, safe drinking water is all important. It is definitely something that we need to get better at. Um, broadband and power is one of the others. That also makes extremely uh, a lot of sense. Power is huge, right? I mean... We need clean, usable energy. Plain and simple. We need to get better. Uh, we got to stop dumping crap in our air so that we stop breathing things uh, that we shouldn't be, and so that our planet heals and we get better, and uh, we can find a way to kind of coexist with the planet and ourselves instead of maybe having this war of you know we you know you don't really have a way to defend yourself, so we're going to just keep coming at you. But a lot of people think that global warming creating all these massive you know, events like hurricanes and and and, uh, and earthquakes and things like that. that's the Earth's way of fighting back. Saying, "Hey, y'all need to you know back up because I'm about to shake some stuff." Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, how do we get better at treating where we live better, right? So, definitely, energy is definitely a big one to me that I think is important. You know, we have to make sure that if we're going to replace fossil fuels, that we can have a dependable energy grid. We have a dependable way to make sure that our vehicles can get around and not have to worry about, you know, breaking down or not having the ability to power it in some way um, where the combustible engine is a, a big deal, right? When it, was, when it came out, it was huge. It was a huge game changer, you know? So um, how are we going to move away from that and make, make things easier and better for us? Um, you know, at this point, the internet is something that everybody in the U.S. should have access to not dial-up or satellite providers that allow you to the bare minimum and they're slow, uh, you know. Um, I'm not saying that they don't deserve some some love out there, you know, thanks for trying. Uh, but we need some broadband out there in the world. How do we do that? How do we get that out there? So, you know, that's a big part of it. You know, solid broadband speed so people can stream, game, connect their homes if they so desire. Uh, that's that's important. That's where we're moving to, you know. I, we have something like 20-some devices connected in our home um, that we use almost daily, you know, um, and I'm one of those people that I love gadgets. So like when there was a, t uh, um, not a TV, but obviously most TVs connect to the internet. Now, when there was a fridge that came out and connected, I was like, oh, 
oh, we got to get that because <laughs> how cool is that? You know, uh, do I need it? No. Do I want it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I want it. Uh, they have washers and dryers that now will alert you to say, hey, by the way, your, you know, your dryer's done and you need to go swap it out or, you know, whatever it is. You know, that's that's pretty cool. Um, you can control your heating in your home uh, with certain devices. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Your lights, uh, you know, it's it's crazy all the things you can do through uh, through apps and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, they need to have that connection in order to do that. Um, housing and education is part of the bill. Yeah, so super important, right? Um, our education system is broke as far as I'm concerned. It's not the best. I don't feel like we responded well to this, uh, this COVID-19 thing as quickly as we should have. Um, but it needs to get better. We need to be moving forward. There's so many schools out there that are outdated and old and don't have the uh, the technology that some other schools might have. And it all depends on the areas that you live in, right? So, like, the place that I live now, they just recently got a new high school. And it's huge. And there's a lot of nice things in there. And I'm sure that it's extremely, uh, you know, forward-moving where there's capabilities that, that the old school did not have. And that that's great. So, I mean, that's that's a step in the right direction here, but we know that other places, it's not that simple. So how do we get that to, you know, urban areas and uh, inner cities where they don't have those facilities that they need to be better and do better things? Um, you know, that's part of this bill, right, to make that happen. Not to mention, basically, you know, teachers continue to be underpaid and unappreciated sometimes. So, you know, disclaimer, I know that not all teachers deserve kudos or maybe more due to their abilities and their de demeanor in general, but a lot of our teachers do. And maybe if they felt like they were taken care of, those who don't would, uh, would put a better foot forward and be more willing to teach the kids. Um, now, yes, as a general person, and you know, you should, you should know and you should feel compelled to do your job well, no matter what restraints you might feel there are. Uh, as a teacher, your students should not feel the burden of your view being underpaid or underappreciated. Uh, your job is to make sure that those kids walk out with the best possible education that they get uh, from you, no matter what you have to give them that. Now, obviously, the more you have, the better it's going to be, but you should not let your, your anger towards a system change how you're teaching your students. And I'm sure there's some out there that do, and I, I don't 100% fault them, but at the same time, you know, uh, I'm, I, I get it. I, I, you know, we want you to feel more appreciated because we do appreciate the fact that you're taking our children on a daily basis and giving them the, the fundamentals of life to become more, do more, and, you know, teaching them things that you know, they may need at some point, depending on the, the path they take. You know, and Kids should not be learning in buildings also that uh, have not been properly updated. Not to mention childcare facilities being updated. That's another good point. That's part of this. You know, your little ones that maybe not are, are not in school yet or in preschool or maybe a daycare. If they can have the assistance to make their areas better, um, to begin that learning process earlier instead of just a, a, a babysitter, basically, then um, I'm all for it. You know, give them, give them a little bit so they can they can make it better. Uh, maybe you don't have kids, but um, just keep this in mind. Like uh, like Whitney said, uh, I believe that the children are our future. We're going to teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, got to carry it away. And, uh, you know, but honestly, it's true, right? I mean, we know that, you know, our kids are going to be the people that are running this country at some point when we're old and gray. And, and you know, the last thing I want to do is before I go, I leave this place is to see it still falling apart. I want to see it picking itself back up and, and moving in the right direction. And good education, good moral standing as a human being, those are all things that will keep us moving in the right direction. So I think that's an extremely important part of this bill. And if I have to really kind of convince you that housing is important, then you might need to start reflecting about yourself and your choices. <laughs> uh, you know, housing is extremely important. People need a place to live, whether, you know, it be 
some ways for people, homeowners to get loans to remodel or, or fix things like sewage in their home or whatever. I mean, I don't know all the, the ins and outs of this thing, but that's huge, right? I mean, you you know, apartment buildings, uh, housing in, in inner cities that can help people get uh, into a nicer place where, you know, maybe where they're living now is not well taken care of. Uh, and it may not be just them. Um, but, you know, as, as time goes, you learn that, hey, you know, I need to make sure my home is clean so that we're, we're not getting sick all the time. And we're not, you know, we're ready. If somebody were to come over all of a sudden and say, hey, uh, they didn't go, oh, what happened here? Uh, <laughs> so I get that. But it starts with where they're living, the, the, the actual place that they're in, the, the, the home itself, the apartment, whatever it might be. Um, it, it needs to be in good shape and uh, they don't need to be afraid of it maybe falling apart at some point, you know? So research and development is one of the last things that was in there. And uh, again, extremely important, right? There, there hasn't really been a part of this that I talked about that I don't think isn't important. You know, just as human beings in general, we're inventors. We like to pick up things and make things and, and you say, oh, this is gonna make our life easier. This is gonna make it better. Or this is gonna make it stronger. Um, that's just what we do. And we have filled this world that we live in with a bunch of good and bad inventions, plain and simple. I mean, everybody's had them, right? I mean, I'm sure you've been on Amazon and you've been like, oh, that's kind of cool, let me get that. And he comes in and you're like, oh, that was not as cool as I really thought it might be, but, um, but that's the beauty of it, right? We still have that freedom to go out and do those things. And when we talk about this part of the bill, we're talking about people inventing things to make everybody's life easier, whether it be cures for diseases or science that could move us into a, a different type of energy or whatever that might be, that's what this is for. So we need to keep pushing forward no matter what. All of these things have been important. And the, the one that's different is the, uh, the last thing actually is the manufacturing labor. So a big chunk going to American manufacturing and small business. So that's kind of self-explanatory, right? We know that we want to have American jobs here. So American manufacturing is key. So how do we get money to those, those businesses? Small businesses are key, right? I know a lot of people with small businesses of some sort, whether they work out of their home with it or they just opened up a new restaurant um, or they have a coffee shop. Um, in my local area, there's uh, the Green Bean, and uh, you know I worked with um, one of the owners uh, briefly, um, and he was an awesome person. And his wife, uh, they, um, she went to school with my my wife, and they're just super nice, and their product is great, and uh, everybody loves them around here. And the, the people like that are important to keep local economies moving in the right direction. Um, I, one of my really close and good friends. Him and his wife, they uh, they just bought a pizza place that was well-known in an area, and they renamed it Aunt Danny's Pizza Cafe. So they just renamed it uh, Aunt Danny's Pizza Cafe in a very well-known area. Uh, and they're going to change some things up, and they, they bought the, the recipes that were there before, so they should do very well because it's a small place, and there's only a few places that have pizza there. And uh, people are loyal to places like that. So... I'm excited for them, and I'm, I'm behind them 100%. And uh, you know, we'll we'll be dining there this evening. So, um, you know, we need that kind of stuff. We need those small businesses and the, the opportunities for for people like that who wanna who wanna keep things in an area or bring new things to an area or you know be the the groundbreakers for that area. So I'm I'm, I'm excited about it, and I hope that uh, that does definitely help. So keep in mind though, there's always two sides to every story, right? Um, every debate, every story, always two sides. So the GOP came back with uh, an amount that uh, was much lower than the original $2 trillion, or $1.7. Um, it was $928 billion, which is somewhere around half of what was proposed. So, I mean, I know to you and I, we hear $928 billion, we're like, oh, please, I, can I have a little bit of that? Uh, <laughs> um but, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things for the whole country, that's, uh, you know, considerably lower. So this cut out some of the aforementioned uh, pieces of that bill that we talked about. 
and drastically cut some others. Now, I don't have all the details for this one, unfortunately. I couldn't find a complete and utter breakdown of it, each one, but trust me when I say it cut some things. So I see both sides. A large part of this me is saying, hell yes, let's get bold. Got to spend money to make money. Um, then there's a little voice inside my head also saying, where in the hell are we going to get all that money from? Are we allowed to just print it now? And if so, can somebody hook me up with a pallet of Benjamins, please? But I'll give you my address, roll it up, come in the dark of night so nobody sees it. <laughs> well, you know, I'll unload it uh, quickly, probably within an hour or so, and we'll stash it throughout the beams of my head. Uh, but, uh, you know, trust me, if that's how it's working, just, just send me a little. So just recently now, uh, Biden and his peeps, they came back with a $1 trillion offer um, but again, I was really kind of unable to find the breakdown of this bill. Plain and simple, get to it, get to compromising, get this done. There are some things that we cannot look over, right? There's some things that we just cannot look over or cut out on this. We need to move forward. This bill will create tons of jobs and will start moving us in the right direction. So let's take care of it. Let's get our place cleaned up. Let's get some newer appliances in, right? And I'm talking about the United States, not my house, but that would be nice too. <laughs> um, and let's get moving in the right direction. These, uh, they got to work something out, get these, this bill moving, because I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. All right, everybody, let's move on to topic number two, vaccinated? Yeah, again, I said it like a question mark, because that's, that's the question, right? Um, probably a lot of people out there thinking about it, is that person that I'm sitting next to vaccinated? Uh, just the person that just walked into Walmart without a mask, are they vaccinated? Um, you know, anything that, uh, you know, people are probably worried about. Some people aren't. Some people are just like, yep, yeah, whatever. If you're vaccinated, that's cool. If not, that's cool, too. Uh, I'm one of those people. Um, I'm very much on the fence of, or on, on the, the top of the fence, basically, where I can kind of say, it's okay, man, that's up to you. Uh, if that, that's your thing, then go for it. Um, if it's not, then that's okay, too. I mean, uh, it's your life, it's your choice. So as of... Yesterday, 6-3-2021, uh, the U.S. has 41% of its population fully vaccinated and 51% with at least one shot or two shots of the vaccine. Again, uh, 41% fully vaccinated, right? Pretty solid. Only 5.7% of the world is fully vaccinated and 11.1% with at least one shot of the two-shot vaccine. So why the big difference, you ask? Well, simply put, uh, its availability in most countries isn't really there like it is here or in England or Russia or China. Um, so, you know, yes, the bigger places have been done, but there's so many more people out there in the world. So, you know, those are just a couple of places I named off um, that the, the it's a lot easier to probably get vaccinated. So like the smaller places, the third world places, they have not received it. So the current administration basically just decided that they're going to send out from the U.S. 25 million vaccines around the world. So that's pretty cool, right? We're going to we're going to help out, get 25 more million out there, um, because ultimately, if we're helping others, it's helping us because people can travel or they want to travel to the U.S. And the last thing we want them to do is to come here and get sick or bring something to us. So, um, you know, it makes sense. Not only does it help the global community, it also helps the United States because uh, we're protecting ourselves by getting others vaccinated or offering the vaccination, I should say. So I'm going to talk about all sides of why you got it, you didn't get it, or why you should get the vaccine. Here we go. So why you got it? Well, maybe you wanted to feel safe and get back to some type of normalcy. That's okay. And don't allow anyone to make you feel like you did the wrong thing, ever. Uh, if you got vaccinated, there's a reason for it. Whatever that reason happens to be, it's good enough for you and it's good enough for me. If somebody else tries to make fun of the fact that you've been vaccinated for it, then that's on them. They want to play that game. Unfortunately, karma can be um, a pain. <laughs> I try to keep this a little bit more G-rated, so uh, I don't want to say too many risky words, but um, definitely going to be something that's... Uh, could come back and bite them at some point, um, you know. So, again, it's okay to feel that way. Um, but don't let them take that away from you. You know, I got vaccinated because I wanted to feel better about my own health. 
and if I get it, how I reach, how I reach her, if I were to, so I got vaccinated and I wanted to feel um, better about my own health. And if I got it, how would I react to COVID, right? It would help me. It's supposed to help you not see those symptoms. You know, I also felt better for the betterment of our country. And um, I also felt for the betterment of our country and the world, it was the right thing to do. I felt safe getting it and knew about the side effects, which all I really felt was really tired. Like I have not slept in three straight days tired. <laughs> um, but that was it. I mean, that's a minor thing. You know, it was uh, gone in about a 24 hour period and I, everything felt normal again. My arm was a little sore, but I got my arm got sore when I got the flu shot. So whatever. But, you know, I got it because I wanted to make sure that people around me felt safe. I wanted to make sure that I felt safe. Uh, and that was my reasonings. And if somebody tries to take that away from me, I'm not having it. I'm not hearing it. And they can take that somewhere else because I don't have time for that crap. <laughs> Just plain and simple. I don't have time for that. There's, there's too much going on in the world. There's too many things that I got to worry about on my personal end to worry about your feelings about how I got vaccinated. So why did you not get it? Hey, listen. I get it too. I'm not going to pretend I know all the reasons, but I'm going to take a stab at why. Maybe you're not as concerned with it because maybe you have not been affected by the virus in your world. You know, whether it be someone in your family that didn't get it, a friend, you just don't know anybody that it really got to. And that's why you feel like, hey, it's really not as big a deal as you thought it was. Maybe you're worried about how it could kind of mix with you and would rather not take the chance and rather maybe chance it with COVID instead like i'll take my chances with covid instead of you know that that vaccine because who knows what's in the narrative could mess with me I'm, I'm feeling healthy i feel good i feel like i could beat it if i got it i'm young enough strong enough whatever that's cool too do you <laughs> not a big deal um i think that that's uh very important for you to feel safe uh in the fact that maybe you didn't get the the, the vaccine because it makes you feel better about it and that's okay you may just be a person who is not much for medicine and don't typically use it to combat illness. And that's that's possible. I can tell you that I'm not somebody who runs to the doctor for every little thing, though I probably should start going now because I'm a little older. But I had never really been that way because I, knock on wood, don't get sick very easy. So, you know, uh, I've been lucky in that sense. But I still got the vaccine, but some people may feel like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let somebody else get it because I don't need it right now. If I need to get it at some point, maybe, but I don't need it because I don't typically get sick. There's nothing wrong with any of this. It is your body and your right to have the vaccine or not. I hope you um, don't have to deal with COVID and ultimately you are the one who took the chance. So I will not judge you for it. You're taking the chance. It's your decision to do that. I'm cool with that. Do you? All I ask is that if you're somebody that didn't get it, don't judge the people who did because the same thing applies. It's their body. It's their right. They can do it. So the next part of this is why I feel like maybe you should get it. Well, if you're on the fence, it's really not that bad. You know, if you get any side effect, it's probably going to last anywhere up to 24 hours. No more than that, most likely, um, unless it's some severe case for some reason. But uh, typically, I haven't heard of anybody over 24 hours. You know, help us get to that herd immunity so we can kind of get back to normal. Have the peace of mind that um, if you were to get this awful illness that essentially it's not going to mess with you and your family please don't think that i'm trying to preach to you i'm just giving you my opinion uh, i i if you decide that you were not going to get it i'm going to support that decision if you decide you want it i'm going to support that decision either way you go i support you the couple things i want to do want to talk about though is that i'm not the person that feels this is some kind of conspiracy that the government wants to shoot a chip into my arm and track me. Um, that's, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm not that kind of conspiracy theorist. I don't think that, you know, that's going to happen. And if, if it were true by any stretch of the uh, imagination, it were true, um, they're going to be super disappointed because I don't live a super exciting life and actually kind of boring. Uh, maybe around football season, they'll get a kick out of me yelling at the Steelers. But <laughs> other than that, I don't think they're really going to get much from me. I don't know about the rest of you, basically, but I want this to be over. 
I want to go back into the world, seeing people's faces again, whether they want to see mine or not. Uh, I want to see some sports events with screaming fans, shoulder to shoulder, celebrating the big moments, and then all that other stuff, going to the movies, doing things with your family out in the public, um, seeing people have a good time and not worried about every little thing. Uh, we need to get back to that because um, this last year and a half has been crap. I mean, just crap. And, uh, you know, if, if all it takes is to get a shot so that we can get this done and over with, then I then go for it. Don't don't hesitate. If that's the only thing that's holding you back is because you just don't like shots. Or maybe, you know, you're, you're not 100 percent sure we got plenty. Go get it. Um, but if you don't want to do it, that's OK, too. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just asking if you're on the fence and there's really nothing other than a small concern holding you back. Just do it. I'm not a big fan of shots. I hate needles. Um, uh, but, you know, I did it because I knew it was, for me, the right thing to do. I think that we can get back to the normalcy that we had at some point. Maybe things aren't going to be 100% back to normal. I think that, it, you know, during certain cold and flu seasons, we'll start seeing people in general just wearing masks because the, the flu dropped, right? The flu dropped considerably because we were wearing masks. So, hey, if I'm, you know, if I can fight the flu and uh, stay safe, then maybe that's what I'll be doing. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I don't like masks. Uh, I don't like shots, but I did it because I felt it was the right thing to do for myself and my family and for those that I care about. So, you know, that's my opinion on it. That's where I, that's where I stand. Okay, everybody, let's wrap this up with some sports. Let's, let's get light. Might be light for me um, just because – you know, I do enjoy the NBA. I, I do enjoy the NHL, but at this point for the NBA, I don't really have a team. I mean, I'm a huge Bulls fan, um, but uh, they have not really been a part of the playoffs in quite some time. And uh, uh, I'm a Pens fan, and they are out of the NHL playoffs, so my my buy-in isn't quite there like it was before. But um, let's start with the NBA real quick. So Utah beats Memphis 4-1. Not a big shot there. Utah has been really solid throughout this whole season, and uh, they are the number one seed in the West. So good on them, making moves. The Jazz are, are back on top, like the like back in the Carl Malone days. Uh, John Stockton, um, they were uh, they were forced to be reckoned with back in the day. So um, you know, good for Utah. They are they four one. They they took out the number eight seed Memphis, and then Memphis had to play to get in. Right, so. Um, good for Memphis, though, because that's a good step in the right direction. I think they have a lot of talent there. Um, John, Mor or John, yeah, John Morant, I believe, um, he has, was lights out. Um, that guy is a star in the making. And uh, hopefully they can get some pieces around him to keep Memphis moving in the right direction. Uh, again, in the end, again, in the West, um, the next game is the, uh, uh, the Clippers and the Mavericks. So L.A. Clippers, Dallas Mavericks. Currently, Dallas has a 3-2 lead. Now, they started really strong in this, and uh, the Clips have started to make a comeback. So they play tonight, so it'll be interesting to see if the Clips can uh, kind of tie it up and force them to that game seven. Or will the Mavericks with, uh, with Doncic, will, will, they, um, will they come back and, and, uh, and really turn it up and try to end this? Uh, after that, we're looking at the Denver-Portland series. Um Denver it was the three seed. They are doing pretty solid, too. Uh, they took out Portland, and Portland's no joke. They have a lot of great players. Uh, Dame Lillard, he, he's fantastic. He had a hell of a game the, last, uh, the other night. Um, broke records, like 12 threes in that game, which is nuts. Uh, they ended up losing in overtime, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Portland is another one of those teams that they, they do pretty well, not like back in the day when they had Clyde Drexler and a couple other key players there. Um, and they were always contending. Um, these guys are in the playoffs, but uh, it doesn't seem like they get much further than that. So I would not be surprised if Portland works trade to get Dame Lillard somewhere else um, so he can get his hands on a championship. Um, and then the last one was Phoenix, the number two seed against the Los Angeles Lakers, the number seven seed. Really the only reason that the Lakers dropped to seven is because they lost – one of their key players and injuries in general. Le LeBron was out for a while, and then, uh, you know, they lost some other guys that were really key players in there. Um, so I, I feel like that was a big downer. And then during the playoffs, 
again, they, they lose their big guy. Um, and his name, for some reason, is not uh, is not on my mind at the moment, but super talented. You know, the eyebrows. <laughs> That's all I can remember of him for some reason. Um, but I, I'm, I don't know why I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. But he was out for a while. So he was out during most of the last couple of games of the playoffs. And uh, Phoenix just tore into the Lakers. Um, so good for Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix and Utah in there kind of reminding me of those uh, those like late 90s, uh, mid-90s teams because uh, Phoenix uh, always did well then uh, with Barkley and a couple other guys. Um, you know, uh, Thunder, Marley, I can't remember his first name, but Marley, uh, Bob, no, not Bob, but <laughs> uh, you know who I'm talking about but if you're, if you're an NBA fan. Um, but, man, they uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them kind of move on, and it looks like Denver will take on Phoenix, and Utah is waiting for the winner of the uh, – Clippers and Dallas game. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out as we kind of move through. So let's move closer to my coast, the East Coast. And let's start with the number one seed, the Philadelphia 76ers. They took on the Washington Wizards. They were at the number eight seed who also had to play to get in as well. Um, 4-1. So no big surprise there. Uh, you know, they are a solid team. The 76ers have um, – have really been putting in the work this year, and it looks like they could be real contenders to kind of uh, kind of continue to carry forward. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens next. Uh, the, and the, they're going to take on the winner of the next um, group there, which was the Knicks at the four seed. What? Yeah, the Knicks at the four seed, man. What a what a season they had. Uh, they were like my hated rivals when I was a Bulls fan. Them. Well, I mean, pretty much anybody that played the Bulls, just because everybody was always after him. Because you, you could beat Michael, you, you know, that that probably put a little little pep in her step. You know what I mean? So, um, but uh, they haven't really won a lot lately, and because I don't have a real immense tie to the sport anymore, you know, it's nice to see a team that's always done well to be back and feeling confident at four seed. So that's pretty solid for them. Uh, and they took on Atlanta. Unfortunately, Atlanta. Ended up being the better team, winning that series four to one, and now they will take on Philadelphia. So the number one and number five seed going at it uh, in the next round. So moving to the lower part of that bracket, we had the uh, number three Milwaukee Bucks going up against the number six Miami Heat, and Milwaukee ran away with that, swept them four zero. Um, no big surprise there. Solid, another solid team. Uh, the Greek Freak is there. <laughs> I know I messed that up, man, and I apologize if, you, if by any chance this ever gets back to you. I completely apologize. Um, but what a what an athlete! This guy's amazing. Um, big, he's a big guy. He can shoot the ball. He can rebound. He can play inside. Uh, you know, just amazing. Defensively solid. So um, good for Milwaukee. Um, we'll see. I mean, lower small market. So great that they're winning, and hopefully they can uh, they can do a bunch with it. So. They, uh, they beat Miami and moved on, and then we had the Brooklyn Nets taking on the uh, Boston Celtics, number two and number seven seed, and Brooklyn won that series four to one. And they have nothing but superstars in that team. So um, I, I feel like, you know, these guys have been the clear favorite, even though they're not the number one seed. They're still a favorite because of who they have with Kyrie and but yeah, I think they're the definitely the, the clear favorite to win. However, uh, they do go up against Milwaukee, and this is a, a number two and a number three seed going at each other. So this is a this is a pretty good matchup. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Will um, will the Nets be able to make everybody happy uh, and continue to win? Are they going to be able to to make sure that everybody gets their points and, and you know have a game to themselves, um, or do they just fall apart because there's too much? happening there you know it's one of those super teams huh? um will milwaukee figure a way to pull it out just play good defense frustrate these guys and uh and, and get the win so i think this one will i think this one will do really well i think it may go to seven seven games i think maybe seven possibly six depending on who shows up and who doesn't but uh it'll be fun to watch if philly and milwaukee or if i'm sorry philly and brooklyn end up making it to the next round to go to the championship that will be a heck of a series i think uh, as far as the west goes i think you're you would see a great series if it was utah and phoenix 
Um, not not taking anything away from any of the other teams. I just feel like that are left anyway. I just feel like um, Utah and Phoenix, the one and two seeds, they would give uh, a lot of great basketball and would be really good for the game in general. But, uh, man, NBA playoffs are full swing, getting into that second-round action now. Super exciting. All right, so the next part is uh, the NHL. Let's talk about them because this is the other playoffs that are happening. And, again, I'm, I'm not like – I'm, I hate to say it, but I <laughs> I have lost a little interest in it just because of the fact that uh, you know we're my pens aren't in it anymore, and they're they're talking about how they're going to improve, and they've discussed that uh, they don't intend to get rid of their core group, which is good. I, I don't want that to happen, um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. You never know. Just because they're saying it doesn't mean it's uh, it's going to happen. So. Let's talk about the playoffs. Let's see how these are shaken out here for the NHL teams. And it looks like in the West, Colorado swept the Blues uh, for nothing. So good for Colorado. I've always liked the jerseys. Uh, I always liked Patrick Waugh back in the day. So um, good, for, good for Colorado. Uh, the Vegas Knights uh, looks like they beat the Minnesota Wild. So good for them. 4-3. It's a little little tougher than um, than the, what Colorado had to go through, and they are the one and two seeds. Then we had the Montreal Canadiens moving on, and the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, looks like all the Canada teams played each other <laughs> in the West. So Montreal was up against Toronto, uh, and then uh, Winnipeg was up against Edmonton, the Oilers. Uh, looks like Winnipeg won four nothing. Montreal had a little bit of struggle. They won four to three. Moving on now, they're in the second round in the West, and it looks like Colorado has a 2-0 lead on the Knights, um, and then Montreal has a 1-0 lead on Winnipeg. So, um, you know, again, I don't know a ton about some of these teams because I just don't follow. I'm more just a Penguins guy, and I I maybe know more about them than any of the others. I won't pretend. But uh, the Knights do have a couple guys from the pens uh one being Marc-Andre Fleury so I definitely have an interest in that I do like their logo so we'll go with that part too um so I hopefully they can kind of come back tied up and, uh, and make it an interesting series especially being the number two seed it would be disappointing if they they got swept by the avalanche but apparently the avalanche are on it so uh we'll see how that plays out and then uh no real interest in the the, the Canada bracket which uh we have Montreal and uh Winnipeg uh, kind of going at it. And, uh, you know, there was a pretty nasty hit the other night from one of the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I, I don't, I saw it a couple times and I'm not sure how I feel about it, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, and the guy got suspended for four games, so he's paying the price. But, all right, let's move to the East. So, as we know, our, the Islanders beat the Penguins four to two. Pens just didn't show up and they were the number one seed in the East. So, something went drastically wrong. Um, and then Boston beat the Washington Capitals. So they beat them four to one. So two of the top teams, the number two and one seed, the Capitals and the Pens out. And they, you know, they are a, a rivalry at, you know, to say it the best. Um, and they're both playing golf with each other right now. So uh, then we move down to what I'm going to call the Southern division here <laughs> and Carolina beat Nashville four to two. And it uh, looks like Tampa Bay, the, 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 the Florida series, Tampa Bay beat the Florida Panthers 4-2 as well. So now it is Tampa and Carolina. Right now Tampa is leading Carolina 2-1. And then the Boston and Islanders game, the Northeast here, we're talking about uh, Boston leading 2-1. So um, a lot of things happening in, in the playoffs. Standing top, they seem to be moving along pretty quickly. They're, they're halfway through their second rounds. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think that, uh, you know, if I had to choose somebody to come out and, uh, and do well, I think I would be cool to see that the avalanche win. I don't really, again, I don't have any vested interest in any of these guys, but, um, uh, maybe it might be cool for a candidate team to win. It's been a while since they've, they pulled a puck home or a cup home, I should say. So, uh, maybe Montreal or Winnipeg, if they can come back. So we'll see, we'll see how it all plays out. And, uh, you know, we'll talk more about it as we go. The last thing I just want to kind of touch on was uh, Major League Baseball. There was uh, one thing that happened recently um, 
where a Chicago White Sox guy hit it in the park home run, which is extremely rare. I've been noticing this year that some defense from the MLB has been off. So this is just another way to prove it, right? The, you know, the tag comes in for the one guy, and the catcher bobbles it, and then he can't get it to the, the what I assume is the pitcher covering, um, and the pitcher can't get the, the, the hitter, the original hitter out. He slides in and touches home and inside the park home run. So those are, those are exciting plays. It's exciting to watch. It's fun to watch. Uh, those are the kind of plays I love about baseball, uh, triple plays, double plays that turn out really well. Um, so, you know, hopefully there'll be more of those to talk about. I think there's been a couple uh, inside the park home runs this year. And then a perfect, they've not a perfect game, but some uh, no hitters and um, complete games pitched. Uh, we're seeing a lot, a lot of different things happening this year. So uh, that's cool. It's cool to have people back in the stands. And uh, as time goes on throughout the summer, I'm sure baseball will start to gain some traction in my world. So I'll be talking a little bit more about it. But, um, yeah, that uh, was it as far as sports go. We, again, we have the Olympics coming up. Um, you know, football will start kind of kicking in when training camp hits. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to dive in a little bit maybe with some some football, which is uh, to, to us here in the States, uh, soccer. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about it, so I can't guarantee it. I mean, I, I was stumbling through NBA a little bit. so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think uh, that'll be a lot of fun. But, um you know, we'll, we'll definitely talk more sports as we go. Pretty much every time. I, I really enjoy talking about it. So. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening again. Uh, this was News Just Happened. My name was Tim Rando. Thanks again for listening. Please remember you can always comment. Uh, or share feedback on the Facebook page for News Just Happened or through whatever app it is that you're listening to me through. Um, if you have the availability, please do it. I enjoy getting feedback and I try to apply it as much as possible. Hopefully you hear those changes and improvements going on. And if there's a subject you want to talk about, throw it out there. I'm more than happy. I, I, if I don't know a lot about it, I'll research it a little bit or, um, you know, I'll wing it. <laughs> so, uh, I'll be looking to maybe add some guests here down the road um, for in, and I feel good about doing it. I love doing this. It's a lot of fun to just talk. It's it's not I'm not here making a, a ton of money, so no big deal. Um, it, it's really for fun and just to kind of get my opinion out there. And uh, I gl- I'm happy when you guys listen to it. And uh, again, I'm more than happy. I'll be even more happier when you start giving me some feedback, start giving me some things to talk about and uh, taking part. Um, Please make it as interactive as you want. So again, thank you. And, uh, you know, I hope you tune in next time uh, where I'll be uh, covering, again, three more subjects and definitely sports being one of them. So thanks again, everybody. This was News That's Happened. My name's Tim Rando. Have a safe and wonderful day. And I hope that uh, you're ready for the sun. Bye now.